G, if you are flying from A to B and somebody bites a member of the crew. Oh, my goodness. It's another flying story. It's another flying story. Do you have right to monetary compensation for being delayed? So one of the other passengers, one of the fellow passengers, has <laughs> turned into a werewolf and attacked one of the crew and bitten them on the ear like Mike Tyson. Is this what you're saying? Yes, basically that's the situation. It seems like there was some kind of a fight or an altercation on that flight. A passenger bit a member of the crew and started fighting with the crew members. And then what happened is the pilot had to turn the flight around. Which flight was this? Where are we, where are we flying to and from? Where is A and where is B? This was, was Airtap, so the Portuguese carrier. All right. They were flying from Fortaleza to Norway. Okay. I think to Oslo. And there was a passenger on board. I do not know if it was a Brazilian passenger or a Norwegian passenger or a Portuguese passenger. Uh, but he bit a member of the crew. And the pilot was forced to fly back to Fortaleza, land the plane, and then disembark the passenger because they don't want werewolves on flights, basically. Wow, that sounds quite <laughs> scary, actually. But um, So, as a fellow passenger, would I be suing the airline for the delays? What's your so, question? So, and, and the question is, so you did not bite anybody, but your flight was delayed and you missed your connecting flights. Right. Right. So do you have right to monetary compensation because your flight was delayed because there was a werewolf on the plane? Well, I would say if I was a judge, which I'm not, obviously, I would probably not um, award against the airline in this case, no. Okay. There's a special advocate general, and he's advising the European courts uh, to not award the passenger his 600 euros, which he's claiming as a, a right for being delayed. Okay, so I should be one of these judges then, by the sound of it. It sounds like you, you're a new career. Yes. You just never know what to expect on the flights anymore, do you? Gee, do you believe in alternative treatments for psychological problems? actually sure what the regular treatments are, but I'm all ears. <laughs> well, in Somalia, they have kind of a unique way to treat depression. Okay. And some psychiatric problems. Okay. Uh, they believe that the psychiatric problems are kind of caused if some jinns, which are those evil spirits... Uh, oh, so we're not talking elephant jinn again. No, we? no, we're not talking elephant jinn. These are the, oh. the jinns. J-I-N-N. Not, uh, not G-I-N. Okay. But the, the jinns kind of come into you and they you need to chase away these bad spirits. Mm. So they have uh, some unique treatments to help people who suffer from depression. And there's one that's actually... There's a guy there. He's 70 years old. His name is Aidan Igal. I hope I pronounced that correctly. But locally, he's known as Dr. Hyena. Nice. Good reputation. Yes. Uh, you might ask me, what does Dr. Hyena do? What does Dr. Hyena do, Jack? Well, thank you for asking. Uh, Dr. Hyena, he treats patients with these uh, psychiatric problems with a hyena in a cage. 
So basically, what what happens is the person comes there. He's 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 suffering. He's he's not feeling well. He sits down in front of this cage. There's a hyena inside, and the hyena growls a little bit. And they believe that these hyena growls will scare away the jinns which are affecting this guy. Or the patient arrives and he looks at the doctor with his hyena in a cage and suddenly realizes that he's got less problems than the doctor. Right. So how, how's the hyena supposed to drive out the demons, for goodness sake? It's actually a traditional treatment. In the past, it was a little bit different because a guy was just set in a room full of hyenas and there was no cage. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> that will so, definitely drive something yeah, out of you, that, that's for that sure. That was a little bit dangerous because the hyenas might actually start eating the guy or turn on him. But, I mean, yeah. that was the risk that you took if you had depression. Well, yeah. hyenas, they're always associated with laughter, aren't they? So maybe the idea is that the laughter of the hyenas lifts you out of your depression. I don't know. What they believe is that... Uh, the hyenas can actually devour these jinns. Ah, so the hyenas okay. can eat these bad spirits that are causing uh, these mental illnesses. Mm, like jelly babies, no? I guess. I don't know. I don't know. That's in Mogadishu. Okay, Mogadishu, right. That's, uh, that's Somalia, isn't it? So. Uh, that's Somalia. In Somalia, how many trained psychiatrists, so medically trained psychiatrists, do you actually think there are? Probably not that many, I'm guessing. No, they, they say there's less than five at yes. the moment. <laughs> and they're looking to get air tickets. <laughs> anyway, the, the, the guys that are locally, that are actually trained, uh, there's one psychiatric nurse called Dr. Habib. Okay. And he says he always encourages people to get clinical rather than traditional treatment. But for the people that actually go there, they say they have little chance. They have little uh, options because medical treatments are very expensive. They don't have enough money. Uh, they can go to Dr. Hyena. That will cost them about $10. Hmm. Ah, so what, what does he do if people are not consumed by gin and they've got other psychological problems? Does he use the hyenas for those two? Or well, is he, it like a catch-all ointment that cures all psychological problems? It doesn't say. I, I'm not sure about that. Hmm. I'm not sure if there, there's other properties that hyenas can do.